In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saltalamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Let's go. Power rankings. All right. <laughs> all, right all right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, look at you. <laughs> look at you. All right. I was going to say, say something, but you already did. That's producer <laughs> Evan and uh, Skiff. Say hello. What's going on, guys? Fired up to be back. I am fired up to have you back. And also, as we taped this the day before, I did a uh, podcast with our Orioles guy, uh, RDT, and um, he obviously proclaimed that the Orioles are his number one team. And really that's every it's the Orioles and then the rest of the world. It doesn't really matter. But I just want more. I want well, don't don't spoil it, man. Come on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. Like did you pick up what was what were your Orioles pick last week? Were they two? No, I no, I had, no, a four. I I had a four last week. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The disrespect. The <laughs> I remember disrespect. the reaction last week. <laughs> disrespect. It was yeah. So anyway, uh, I I I just wanted to talk to Eric RDT because he the chaos with the owner. We should do like a podcast on owner chaos. Like we yeah. could talk. We could get Courtney on to talk about Reinsdorf and. Uh, RDT obviously with Angelos. Let's power. Great. We should power rank the owners. That's what we should do. Let's oh, power rank. The I owners. like it. Hey, I yeah. got one of the best in the biz with the Mets. So uh, I, right. I'm I mean, all good. Yeah, and you know what? Like the thing about Cohen. Yeah. Not only does he spend money, I kind of feel like he's now spending money the right way, which is yeah. you make these trades and we'll pay money. We'll pay the money for the guys we're shipping away to get the better prospects. Exactly. You know? So. Yep. Anyway, yeah, I, like I know everyone cares. All right. All right. All right. So uh, let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Let's go. Producer Evan, number 10. All right. So number 10, I was between three. I was between the surging D-backs. I was between the the like kind of surging, but also plateauing Phillies. But I ended up going with the Red Sox. Oh, last ranking six before the last 10. They took one from the Mets. They swept the the Yankees, who are really on a down slope. They lost to the Astros. It was really a tough decision because all these teams are kind of right in the same area. But you picked the Red Sox over the Phillies. Well, the Phillies took one of three from the Nats, and they split with the Blue Jays. So I, I they didn't really have a strong case either. So it was kind of a tricky thing. Okay. Like, everybody's losing to the Nats. The Red Sox took one of three from the Nats. You know why? Because they have a good record since early July. I know. They've been good. Like, the Little League Classic was a good game. So, yeah. <laughs> this is this is, this is is what we've where we've landed. You're basing your power rankings off the Little League Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how they held the bat with a pencil on it. Anyway, all right, listen, whatever, man. Like, okay, Red Sox yeah. number 10. 
it's good. It's good. It's always good. For, it's always good for the headline. The Red Sox fans always love like <laughs> yeah, Red Sox sneak into top ten. All right, Skiff. No. Maybe you agree with Evan. I don't know. What do you got at number ten? I do agree with Evan. I have ah! the Boston Red Sox at number ten. <laughs> what is happening? I, I can't really say much that Evan didn't say, but I, here's what I will say. I do think that this will probably be the last time this team is on my rankings. Here's why they have the second most difficult schedule the rest of the way in baseball. They're exactly 500 against teams that are 500 or better. Um, If they play 500 ball, they have like 37 games left. They play 500 ball from the rest of the way. They're like an 84 win team. That's not a wild card team. No. Every team above them in the standings right now is going to beat them, have more wins. But yeah. I was at Starbucks at 630 this morning, I was crunching the numbers. And it was it was striking. It was to to your point, Skiff, about with the Red Sox, what they got coming up. So they have in the next thirty seven games, twenty seven of them are against teams over five hundred. They have the Astros, they have the Dodgers, they have the, they have the Astros coming up. So you're like they're four back. All right, well four back is manageable. But here's the problem: Seattle, which. I pray to God both of you have on the top 10 list, maybe your top five. I don't know. But Seattle, there it's insane how easy their schedule is for the next two weeks. Their next four, four uh, series, as I tweeted out, the combined, the combined uh, run differential or their, that, that combined group that they're playing is 137 games under 500. 137 <laughs> games. That's four. You do the math. Divide that by four. And it's like it tells you that all those teams really stink. And the teams I'm talking about, obviously, the Royals, the White Sox, the A's, and the Mets. Sorry. Sorry. With all due <laughs> hey, DJ Stewart's going to win MVP. So I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, the Mets. The Mets don't really fall in with the other three, but point is, point is, is like still, it's a layup. So forget it. Seattle's making the playoffs. Forget about it. So if you're the Red Sox, if you want any hope at all, this is your chance. This is it. This yep. is it. You have to beat the Astros. You play the Astros, the team that you are competing against, head to head. You have to beat them. That's it. There's my rant. All right, but you got me going, Skips. Sorry, man. Sorry. No, hey, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's why I'm like, like top 10. It might be. This is this poor went out for the Red Sox last time in top 10 for the season. <laughs> yep. Uh, maybe. Who knows? I mean, every every time they, you know, they we think they're out, they come bring us back in. Anyway, yeah. all right. Okay, Evan, number nine. All right. So number nine, I have down three from last week. It's the Houston Astros. Despite the fact that they just beat the Red Sox, they're three and four since the last range, five and five in the last 10. It did take two of three from the Marlins, but then were swept by the, the, you know, insanely hot Mariners. And then they just took one from the Red Sox. So, you know, they're, they're a tricky team because for the longest time, we thought that they were just going to take the AL West and just run with it. But then they haven't been playing great. The Rangers haven't been playing great. The Angels are out of it. Now the Mariners are the team that's coming in and might just take the AL West out from everybody. So I, I moved the Astros down just because of how well some of the other teams above them are doing. Yeah, remember that when they the deadline were like, okay, here we go. They're getting these guys back. They made the deals of the deadline. Boom, boom, yep. boom. Anyway, all right, all right, Skiff. Do you do you concur? What do you got? 
I do not concur. Uh, number nine, guys. I got the Minnesota Twins, 65 and 60 overall, five and two over their last seven, six games up in the Central. Uh, they got this upcoming series with Texas and then another one with Cleveland. I think they're going to uh, gain a little bit more ground this next week. All right. Well, the this is they're sort of under the radar, the Twins. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about them because that division stinks. But it's, you know, I was when I was talking to RDT yesterday, or I did, yeah, whatever. Like I, I'm gonna call him RDT. Like, <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. They, because yeah, because the Twins. Yeah. So um, when I was talking to him, and he's like making the case for the Orioles, which is a good case. But I said, you go into a series, a playoff series, and he's rattling off the Orioles starters. I'm like, I'll take the Twins starters. Oh man, right. I mean, yeah, right? Kyle Bradish. Kyle Bradish is good. He's been really good this. You know year. who also he is else? good? I don't know. Kyle Bradish. Bradish. Sorry. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, it's all right. It's all right. We had a, we did a who says no, and uh, our guy Sammy pronounced uh, Luis Robert Louis Robert. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you just do a spit take, Scam? I almost <laughs> did. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Louis Robert. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't want to keep. So, uh, so the twins. Twins at number nine for Skip. All right. Number eight. Yeah, so number eight, I have the Texas Rangers. They lost their last five. They're two and five since the last running games, four and six in the last ten. Took two or three from the Angels, but were also swept by the Brewers. Um, and then they lost one to the D-backs so far late last night. Tommy Pham, former Med, helping out oh. the D-backs. But uh, <laughs> with all that being said, you know, it was tough to decide whether to put the Rangers above or below the Astros because they're both struggling. But I ended up oh. just putting them Wow, the first-place yeah. Rangers. The yeah. first-place Rangers – you have it number eight. Yeah, they're just not treaded in the right direction now. I, I mean, you are all about the you are all about the like the instant gratification, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. What a mackerel. Yeah. All right, Skiff, what do you get number eight? I'm just curious, real quick, Rob, why didn't you grimace at Evans uh number eight? Because <laughs> because because I was sighing. Oh, okay. I, I, I You're too like, disappointed. I, I, I was I was I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys (laughs) so number eight i got i was had a tough time finding a spot to put these guys in this week had to keep them in number eight i got the toronto blue jays they haven't played that great over the last two three weeks that's why they're in number eight and not higher uh i have a question for you guys though i mean they're 69 56 four and three over their last seven third in the east they might not even make the playoffs if they continue this uh trend but is it okay to start questioning we talk about how talented this team is all the time is it okay to start questioning like the chemistry in that clubhouse and is it also okay to say john schneider might be on the hot seat if they miss the playoffs this year from from the outside i think so you know i think so i i think that the the talent is there right i mean the talent is in every and the, the schneider conversation goes in waves one week he's a really good manager. The next week he's not a good manager. It's kind of weird, <laughs> like right? Yeah. But crazy. but it's a results business, man. It's a results business, and and it's amazing to me because it looked for a while like okay, the Blue Jays they might be the team to get hot. It's so talented. I think at the beginning of the month, and and then like you said, Skiff, it was like he's it's been like eh eh really they're not nothing's really clicking for them. I don't know. I you know what they are? They're mercurial. <laughs> yes right 
Yeah, there you go. They only have one answer for the Toronto Blue Jays manager, and his name is John Gibbons. All right. Bring him oh, back my third time. Let's go. This, I mean, come on. <laughs> this, well, that has to happen. That, that would be happen. amazing. But the, thing, the, the thing is, like, Gibby has just, like, totally given up on politicking for jobs. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, which is awesome. And so, which is, which is great for us. I love it, but oh my goodness, that would be so good. And, and, you know, who's to say that wouldn't work. Who's yeah. to say like you have, you bring back, you know, Dusty, ba- I'm not saying that Gibby's as old as Dusty Baker, but you would that, that mindset of, Hey, just bring back the guy that's no nonsense. There you go. Yeah. I, li- I like that hire. Make it happen. I feel like this. I feel like this Blue Jays team doesn't necessarily like love playing for John Schneider. Like I don't know that he's a manager they can really rally around. Well, it's like I said, it's a results business, right? How do you? Let me ask you this: How do you view managers? Like, how do you? How do you like? What's a good manager? What's a bad manager? Good managers are just managing personalities. It's not really the X's and O's. Thank you. You you, you passed that test. (laughs) It's, It's it's yeah. It's that's what it is. Like any, any idiot can call a hit and run or anything like that. Like you, but managing 30 grown adults in one room for eight months of the year, that's a difficult job. Right. Oh, grown adults, they come from all corners of the, of the world. Right. All different ages. And I thought that Brett Boone, when he's on the podcast today, as we tape this, um, I thought he made a good point when talking about his brother, his impassioned defense of his brother, which I liked. But he said, I've never been on a team where you said, oh, you came away from a game like, oh, man, the skipper really blew that one for us, you know, or I mean, very rare, very rare. If it if it did happen, maybe it happened like once or twice a year. But right. it's it's more about, you know, like you said, managing, getting the and this is one of the thing that I always said, are they getting the most out of players? However, that looks, are they getting the most out of players? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, all right, where are we at? Number seven? Yep, number seven. All right, where we got? Yeah, so number seven, I have the Blue Jays. I only have them one up from where Skiff had them. Uh, three and two since last range, five and five in the last ten. They split with the Phillies, took two or three from the Reds. I really don't know what to make of the Reds and the Phillies at this point. I have them both outside the rankings. I mean, the Reds split with the Guardians, took one of three from the Blue Jays, as I just said. And the Phillies split with the Blue Jays, took one of three from the Nats. So, I don't know. It's like a bunch of just weird teams that are – hovering around the playoff thing, but they're not really like breaking out like some of the guys at the top end of the list. There's there's two things that I want trademarked by the end of the week. (laughs) I want Evans, like, I don't know what to make of dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And then the, and then the finishing, usually finishing those sentences with, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't leave me at risk of people like you know taking a clip and being like, "Look at this guy crashing our team." Like Sal Licata the past couple of weeks on WFAN. I kind of can keep it like simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they start being good. It's like, hey, Evan know, that, that's right? what's that's always good for uh, talk radio. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. So, uh, all right, Skiff, what do you got? Number seven. Number seven, guys. I got the Philadelphia Phillies, sixty-eight and fifty-seven overall, three and four over the last seven. Three games up in that wild card spot. Uh, they got a couple upcoming series against the Giants. I think they're going to cream them, and then the Cardinals too. I think they'll have no problem uh, gaining a little more ground in that wild card race too this week. All right, I'm googling Michael Lorenzen. Just because I want to know how to lift 
and I also <laughs> want to know how he's doing. Uh, so let's see. Last time out. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Last time out. Ooh. Oh, my God. I, how'd I miss it? Did he pitch? I think he pitched in the Little League class. The Little League World Series. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'll give him a pass because he was pitching on a Little League mound. Uh, <laughs> three and a third inning, seven runs. Yeah. yeah. But not great. Not great. It's, isn't that trade deadline like a wild scene? Yeah. It's like we, we just like, whew. It's 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 so hard, man. It's so hard. Like look, look at the Angels. Holy yeah. mackerel! It's it's like who who did who did you guys say won the trade deadline? Like when it happened, I can't remember. Like yeah. Skip. Uh, so Skip, who did you say won the trade deadline? I'm Looking trying to back. think. I honestly want to say I probably at the time said the Rangers, but I I can't remember. Yeah, for sure. I think probably the Rangers. How, how about you, Evan? Yeah, I think I definitely had the Astros on there. Um, Why, I think just because they got Graveman? The Astros, Graveman and Verlander, yeah. Oh, Verlander, of course, yeah. And then, I mean, I guess the Rangers were also on there. The other team was the Marlins, and they've been kind of average. I mean, Jake Berger's been great. David Robertson has been the worst closer of all time in Miami. So Really? Oh, he, wow. he has like a 70 RA in Miami, yeah. Wow. So, I, I, I said the Mariners won the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> prove, prove, prove that I'm prove that I'm wrong. Uh, all right, where would where we live? You said the so the you had the Phillies at number seven, right, Skip? Yep. Yep. Okay, number six. Yeah, so number six, I had the Milwaukee Brewers three and three since the last ranking, seven and three in the last ten. They they were swept by the Dodgers, but then they swept the Rangers, so it was kind of a weird week for them. But then again, everybody who's played the Dodgers in August, except for the exception of a few teams, has gotten swept by the Dodgers. So it's kind of hard to hold that against the team. And then sweeping the Rangers, you know, is a really big win because obviously the Rangers are still leading the AL West, but at the same time, they're also down on their luck. The only question I have about the Dodgers, and we'll get to the Dodgers, but you brought yeah. them up. Is as good as they are and as well they've been playing, what does that like? It's the same thing with the Orioles, right? What does that look like in a playoff series? Like, what yeah. does it look like? And, um, you know, if not getting Rodriguez at the trade deadline, like that to me, and they've got Lynn has been awesome, right? Yes. Yeah, he's like a one year A or something. Right. Like yeah. Crazy. So, but anyway, all right. Uh, number six, yeah, what do you got? Number six, guys, I got the Texas Rangers, 72 and 53 overall, two and five over the last seven, like Evan just said. They, That's a great they, spot yeah. for them. You did an excellent job with that. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Hold your applause. It's, it's uh, true. It's true, man. Like, that's a good spot for them. Evan was wrong. You were right. <laughs> there you go. I know I've been, I've been high on the Rangers this whole entire time. Um, it's looking like that prediction is going to be knocked off soon here with the surge of the Astros and Mariners. Uh, we'll see, though. I'm still still holding strong for Texas. How far out are the Mariners as we tape this from first place? Two games. Two games, yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to win the division. It's yeah. not even a question. Right. I it mean, this, so this, they're going to jump the Astros. They're going to jump the Astros. The Mariners? The Astros are only one me? game Did ahead of them. Did you hear me right before? Now, Did you hear me before who they're playing? They could like, yeah. they could lose half their team and still like win the next four series. Yeah. I, it's, they it's, got, what, they, what, who do they have coming up? The White Sox. They, uh, they're Royals playing the White the Sox. They have the Royals, the A's, and the Mets. Oh, they have the A's too. 137 <laughs> games under 500. How so, many how many inside the park home runs have the A's given up? I know you're you're fascinated <laughs> with inside park home runs. 
It, it happened every day. It was like, oh, Jorge Mateo. Oh, Bryce Harper. I'm like, what's going on? Be- between catcher's interferences in, inside the park home run, that, that's how we're going to define the 2023 season. By the way, another thing with the Mariners, it's not only that they're playing crappy teams. They're good. Like, they're good. That's a team that I don't want to play in the playoffs because they got great pitching. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to them. All right, number five. Yeah, so number five, they're unmoved from last week. I have a Tampa Bay Rays, uh, four and two since the last ranking, six and four in the last ten. They took two or three from the Giants and the Angels. Both teams are not doing great right now. But uh, the Rays are weird because now Wander Franco suspended indefinitely. He's kind of got a similar thing to Trevor Bauer when it comes to, like, there's no end to that. Uh, and and then Shane McClanahan's out for the year. So they're losing a lot of humongous pieces in their lineup and in their rotation. So it's hard to see them continuing to keep it going. But, I mean, four and two is a pretty good record in the past week. So Yeah, I don't know. The McClanahan thing kills him. It just yeah. does. He's so good. He's so good. So he also did the best 20-second uh, podcast of all time. <laughs> Everyone has bad days. Anyway, uh all right, Skiff, what do you got? Number five, guys. I got the Seattle Mariners, 70 and 55, 7 0 in their last seven. Julio Rodriguez, not much. I mean, what is there to say about it? He just he's good. seeing the baseball like a beach Green. ball right now. It's unbelievable what he's doing. Um, and I think, like we just talked about, Rob, the, their schedule in the foreseeable future, they can really gain some ground and possibly take over the West. We'll see. All right. So the, every time I'm contractually obligated, Every time Julio Rodriguez's name is brought up, Evan, you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Who? Uh, so, Skiff, the question I have po- broached many, many people is if you had to start a team right now, who would you start that team with? You had to start a franchise. So I say this because I last year, starting last year, I said Julio Rodriguez. And then I asked Julio Rodriguez, or I told Julio Rodriguez, this is what I said to him. I said, who would you be? Who would your guy be? You know what his answer was? I hope it was himself. It was himself. Because, <laughs> like and, and you know what? It, it made all the sense. He said, because I know myself better than anyone else. Fair enough, right? So he so there you go. That's a great answer. Who would well, who was your answer, Skiff, for that question? Uh if I were starting a franchise right now, I would say either I would say J Rod or Acuna. No, you gotta pick one. Okay, I would say Acuna then. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. It's it's funny because when we started a- answer uh, asking that question last year, people had said, "Well, Acuna like is a poor man Soto." Like more people pick Soto, right? Yeah, that's a crazy thing. By the way, great job, Evan, of finding the Soto shuffle for the little league kid. Holy <laughs> crap, that made my day. So, skipped So we had Mike Monaco on the ESPN broadcaster. Yeah, and he, he was talking about how these kids are imitating the major leaguers, and he mentioned this kid doing the Soto shuffle. And mm-hmm. Evan did a great job of like finding, comparing the two Soto to the kid. Oh my goodness! Because <laughs> I, I didn't know what he was talking about. Oh yeah. So excellent they take job. a pitch, and it's kind of like, hey, yeah, this ball. So. Yeah, so excellent <laughs> job. I'm here to build up, not tear down. <laughs> after after after, <laughs> after your terrible Rangers pitch. After. <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. Number four. What do you got? 
Yeah, so number four, up three from the last week. I have the Seattle Mariners, uh, seven and one since the last ranking, seven three in the last ten. They won seven straight, swept the Astros, took three or four from the Royals, took one from the White Sox already. They're on fire. I mean, it's absolutely crazy how they like partially sold at the deadline and managed to catch fire in a bottle. It's crazy. So. I, I think that's a good spot for them. Yeah, I think it's a good spot for them. So, but so you had Skiff, you had Seattle number five. Yep. So who do you have number four? Who who leapfrogged them? Number four, I got the Houston Astros. Uh. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right. Is that a good spot for them or no? <laughs> no, man. No. The bears the bears the bears are better than the Astros. There you go. <laughs> I we mean, got that Jerry Depoto bias on the pod. <laughs> no, it's, it has nothing to do with the dog. No, I'm not like you, Evan. Like, since we have we could have on uh we could have on Brian Cashman that the Yankees would be the number nine <laughs> slide right now. Hey, you uh, know how many downloads that would do? That would be great. I, yeah, well, I do want to get Friedman on this week. I want to get Friedman on, but yeah. So that's my next goal. So um yeah, anyway. Uh so I us. I like you personally, Skiff. I respect your opinion. <laughs> but I just don't think – I don't think if you look at the the Astros versus the Mariners, which team do I think is better? I think the Mariners are better. You think but, that the Mariners are winning a three-game series right now? Yeah, against I, the, I Astros? Guess the Astros. Yes, I do. Yeah, cool. I mean, I think because they're, they're starting pitching. Like, as good as the Astros starting pitching can be, I think the Mariners starting pitching is better. It's better. And it's a, you know what's the thing we don't talk about the Mariners is that they lost you know a, a key outfielder, and that's when they started playing like insanely well, Kelnick. Yeah. You know, I think I mean, Kans, I'm not sure what Kanzo's numbers are exactly, but I think he might have been a steal of that Seawall trade, getting him from Arizona. So yeah, well, whatever he did, it worked out. I. I just, I, I just think I apologize for my reaction as I do every single time we do this. <laughs> but I just think the Maris are passing the Astros. I mean, in fairness, in fairness, you want my reaction like that, which is the intense, guttural, like the passionate, because I think it's a good conversation, instead of the just sad reaction I gave Evan when he put the Rangers <laughs> in the break. <laughs> anyway all right number three evan what do you got all right so number three this team was number one last week i bumped them down because they lost in a wipeout but to the new york mets last it is the atlanta braves i actually love doing this podcast because every time we do it the Mets beat the Braves. I've realized there's a a correlation. Last week it was the Rafael Ortega game. This week it's the DJ Stork being a Listen Hall of Famer. You are so <laughs> all in on the Mets. You are so all in on the Mets. But uh, five and three since the last week. It's seven and three in the last ten. They swept the Yankees, took two or three from the Giants, and lost one of the Mets. So they did have a good week. But I have the two other teams higher than them because I just felt like those teams were better. Did, did also, the I'm kind of a okay, go fan. ahead. Also, no, I'm yeah. also a Braves hater, so uh, well, I, I try to. I try yeah, to. why would you want to like the best no. team that is doing everything right? <laughs> um, but uh, did the Mets ever, in all the time that we've been doing this, Evan, did the Mets yeah. ever creep into your top ten? No. Probably early in the year. 
Yeah, maybe maybe like super early because I remember they had like I don't know they were like twenty and fourteen and maybe yeah, like yeah we should we should we should dig up some of those old ones yeah no, who, like who, I want to know like which is the worst team to have the highest ranking probably the uh, I mean the Yankees no Angels. probably the Texas Rangers yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right it's probably this week <laughs> I think earlier in the year. no no not the Texas the Houston Astros being at number four that's the low point yeah earlier this year we had the Pittsburgh Pirates in the top ten oh we had that's them in the top ten highest. we had them we had a top ten uh, we like, were seduced by Rich Hill oh uh, so. we're sweet we just. Listen, if you want to, here's a here's a disclaimer. Let me look into the camera. If you are in Major League Baseball and you play for a team or run a team or manage a team and you would like to be in our top 10, or at least Evan's top 10, come on our podcast. It doesn't matter. You could play for the Oakland A's. It doesn't make a difference. You will be on the top 10 if you just come on our podcast. That's how it is. Mark Conte, <laughs> you want to be in the in the in the top 10? Talk to Evan. <laughs> all right just just acknowledge his existence that's all it takes you know it's partially science and it's partially you know building the podcast if you want to be on the podcast you get your team in the top I, 10 it's I, like a reward it's, it's like <laughs> what a reward it is. <laughs> there you go. i mean the people the people at houston right now it's like it's <laughs> like when they announced the where the world cup was going to be in 2028 you know people in houston are like <laughs> celebrating in the streets so uh, that the Skip put him in number four. Um, did we do not number three? Oh, you did number three. Skip's number three. Yeah, Let's go. Man. Get ready for this reaction. <laughs> All right, number three, guys. I got the Baltimore Orioles. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. Probably the best pick of all time. Yeah. That is. That is. Oh my! You nailed that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nailed it. Oh my goodness. Seventy-seven forty-seven overall. Five, five and two over their last seven, three games up in the East. They're, I, they're everyone on this podcast knows they're my team. They, they've been playing well. I think the other two teams above them have just played a little bit better, but they're certainly an October threat. I wouldn't want to face them, or I, excuse me, I wouldn't want to face us in October. That's true. <laughs> All right, so uh, you need, like you said, we need to get you on the the baseballs and boring bus down to the Orioles, distribute the T-shirts. Getting the um, bird bath thing. I mean, I'm down. So, Rob, I actually meant to say this to you last week. Oh. I, I the last weekend of the season, I'll be in Baltimore for oh. that. Uh, at least two of those days. I kn- I'm going to that game Friday, maybe Saturday as well. Oh, oh, you will. So, I mean, I, okay. I right now, I think I well, that's the Red Sox series, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, I think I will be there. And if that's hey. the case, we will have an event. Well, well let's have an event. All right. Let's get uh, RDT involved. Let's have a baseball and a boring event at Pickles right across the street or something. Uh, have you ever been to Camden Yards? I have not. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We got to do that. Absolutely. That has to happen. I don't know how we you guys can want get me to like report live from the birdbath or something. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> I want to I, I want to video. Want the ball wax. Yeah. yeah, we got to get you a credential. <laughs> We gotta get yeah. This gotta whole, give him the whoa, give whoa. him the mic the mic with the uh, yeah the, yeah the baseballs are poor yeah. Who are you gonna be there with somebody? Uh yeah, my girlfriend. 
Oh, okay. She's used to <laughs> she's she's used to doing all the baseball stuff though. She, she, won't, she won't mind any she of that. She can hold yeah. the camera. She's on camera. <laughs> exactly. That's there, usually what she does. All right. all right. Awesome. Awesome. I'm Take so excited. Go. Now I'm ready to go. Let's go. Event. Fired up. Did we ever figure out what the over under we had was for the Orioles wind? I remember we were thinking, Oh, good call, oh. Evan. What do you think? I mean, we're go you're going anyway, so that kind of but just for the sake of, of uh, yeah. What was it? What did you say? No, we, we didn't, didn't. We didn't figure it out yet. Oh, we didn't say. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, the, how insane! How, by the way, I mentioned this to Brad Boone on the podcast. Said, "I uh, so this was twenty-two years ago, two thousand and one. That team that won like crazy amount of games. Yeah. Right now, twenty-two years ago today, they had won ninety-two games. Seattle <laughs> had won ninety-two games. That's crazy. right now." That's Didn't they win like 116? Well, yeah, 118, yeah. I think. Or 118? No, well, maybe I forget. But they didn't no. win the World Series. That's the big story. You know, that's that's crazy. But everybody remembers that. You guys weren't born. But um, but so okay. The Orioles, and I also I'll collect a hundred dollars. I have another Orioles <laughs> bet with somebody else. Hundred dollars, Will Fleming, my broad our broadcast partner. Um who at the beginning of the year where he crapped all over the Orioles. Oh, really? Orioles <laughs> took two out of three against the Red Sox. He said, so we said, who's going to have a better record? Obviously, like I've sealed that up. Um, so, yeah, the Orioles are the gift that keeps on giving, whether there it's parties, whether it's money, whether it's whatever it is. <laughs> Orange T-shirts. It's great. I love it. It's a great pick. Number three. Number three for the Orioles. I honestly, I mean that sincerely because I just don't think they have the uh, – the starting pitching to be number one. I mean, or number one or number two. Sorry, poor one off them. All right, Evan, what do you got? The Orioles at number two. All right. After that last comment, uh, this might come as a surprise because you just said they don't have the starting pitching for number one or number two. But at number two, I have the Baltimore forward <laughs> two. That's the last one. I guess. Oh. It took one to three from the Padres, which was rough. Uh, but then they swept the A's, so props to them. I mean, the A's just don't know how to field. I think they caught up Lawrence Butler. Love the guy. Seems like a great guy. We should have him on the pod. I'll put the A's at number one. But regardless, I think he misfielded a ball in center field. Jorge Mateo, who RDT, based on his Twitter, has been crapping on all year, gets an inside the park home run. So it was pretty wild. But anyway, I like the Orioles. Gunnar Henderson's a stud. They're probably not going to lock him up. The Mets are going to sign him because John DeAngelo doesn't want to sign him. And it'll be a great day in Mets. Oh, That's all goodness. I can say. Hey, <laughs> dude, more importantly, Evan, uh, can you get to Baltimore that last series? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, we, can, we, can we trademark the Evan? I don't know. Da, 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 da. <laughs> we'll make it happen some way, somehow. Anyway, all right. This has to happen. This, we have to, because it's punctuating the regular season, right? It's a great way to do it. All right. There you go. Number two. I mean, so you better have them at number one by the time you show up. Or people get pissed. <laughs> all right. Number two, Skiff. What do you got? Number two, guys, I got the Atlanta Braves, 18-44 overall, 7-3 over their last 10. Uh, yeah, we go through the same thing every week. I feel like the top three just move a little bit each week. Not much else to say. They're good. They're good. They're they're a decent baseball team. They're a decent baseball So, obviously, you know, spoiler alert, you have the Dodgers at number one. Well, first of all, Correct. like, and so you both have the Dodgers at number one, right? Right? Correct? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so let me ask you guys this, starting with them. Dodgers versus Braves. 
seven game series. Who do you got? I mean, I mean, in all honesty, based on how they've been playing this year, it's got to be the Braves. But just with how the Dodgers have been playing lately, it makes you think you should go Dodgers. But yeah, it is it is kind of a I, I'd have to go with the Braves if I had to give a straight answer. So okay. All right. I thought you were gonna go like, I don't know. <laughs> you were trending that way. The uh so so okay, yeah, I assume you said Braves, right? Skiff, I heard you whisper it. Oh my bad! I well, you weren't supposed to hear that, but yeah, Braves would be my answer. What do you, as well. you think? Was it your internal? <laughs> you, you're verbalizing your internal thoughts. Uh, yeah, I didn't think. I didn't even think I said it. It was weird that you just said, "Like, must get out of here and go eat something." It was weird. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Dodgers. So Dodgers number one. Dodgers number one. Yeah. So there you go. I mean. Yeah, they're a good team. I just, I just, you're gonna have to throw now. You're gonna have to throw Lance Lynn out in a playoff game, and I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, it's I don't, I don't begrudge either one of you. You guys both did an excellent job, excellent job. I think we solved a lot of the problems today. A lot of <laughs> I think debates, we did too. A lot of a lot of problems. All right, I guys. To you guys, real quick before. Oh we yeah, leave. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I guys, I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> You guys both, I'm assuming, saw Pete Alonzo toss Mason Wynn's first MLB oh. hit. <laughs> Dan's? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I was thinking about that after it happened. Interesting just scenario in general. But then Alonzo gifted him a bottle of 1942 and an autographed bat from himself. Mm. Is that a weird gift? Like, yes. Sorry, I messed up. Here's a gift from me, by me, to you. Like, I, that's weird. I would have I would have given him a stack of cat. It's, it's first of all, excellent job by you of surfacing an excellent question, which Thank should you. be like a completely separate podcast. <laughs> sorry, completely sorry. Separate. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying like I love the fact because I so, to, kind of forget about it. Evan's been losing sleep over this. So right, Pete Alonzo. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been hard defending my boy Pete. Um, it's been a little rough. Obviously, a Pete Alonzo bat's going to be worth a trillion dollars in a couple of years. So you could just sell that for cash. And then the other thing is uh, Pete Alonzo is not exactly a guy who does it with intent. You know, he's not a he's not like no, a I, nobody he thought he did it. Had on an purpose. airhead moment. Yeah, you know? nobody thought he did. How about like the we forget early in the year the stupidest move by a fan was Yoshida's first home run. And the, the the family catches the home run. And then they're like, go up, okay, you know, he'll give you the bats and whatever else for the, for yeah. the ball. And they're like, no. And, and like, crazy. we want more. That's great. And so they're like, no, no, you can't do that. Like, this is, no, we want more. Not understanding that it doesn't get authenticated. So once that he, once they leave the park, there's no proof that he have that ball. It's the stuff that he would they would have gotten would have been a million times more worth whatever the ball was going to be. So, so sometimes, yeah, it's it's a whole different conversation. That is also weird. Yeah, like the whole like, oh, it's like, dude, I know it's a ball and you caught it, but like it means a lot more to him than it does to you. With the oh, other. you ought to see this guy <laughs> I interviewed in Tampa last year, uh, who caught Casas's home run, and uh, and he was like, he, uh, we, I got a whole pot. It was like one of my most, uh, for the other podcast, Bradford Show, uh, it was one of my most downloaded podcasts of all really? time. Yeah, talking to this fan, he was sweating bullets. 
Yeah. Anyway, he, uh, he didn't want to give it back. Yeah. So he went on, he went on Nesson initially and he sort of like, he didn't know who Casas was and he didn't, it, it was, he was, he was got the game by himself. He was sort of like, he was a nice guy, but it's sort of a sad guy uh, in the sense of like he'd driven from Orlando by himself to go the game, just got something to do. And anyway, so, uh, and then, and then, so he went on Nesson and then you could see like everyone giving the guy a ton of crap. So by the time I got to him, he was like, he was trying to do damage control. It was, uh, <laughs> it was quite a seed. It was like, you know, I mean, there's nothing. Listen, I mean, p- people love that stuff more than they love the game. It's like, you know, with the, from last night, Malar predicting the home run. Yeah, that was know, crazy. With, yeah. With Duvall, I mean, that, that got more traction than the game. So <laughs> Anyway, but do you guys think, sorry, sorry, like it's commonplace for players to gift another player, like a watch or a piece of jewelry for like a, for their number. What's more valuable. Do you think for like a number or your first MLB hit, but it's just if what's more valuable monetarily. I mean, like to you personally, like, okay. So if Alonzo wanted a number he would gift someone a watch but he throws yeah. someone's first mlb hit away and he gives them an autograph bat from himself yeah it, it, i'll say this is that like to your initial point the gift that he gave end up giving he screwed up i don't think it was intentional it is bizarre like in what to your point what's the correlation there like what is the what was it tequila don julio yeah. something like that yeah, yeah. so that's uh is that the rule book? Like the next best thing for for your birth first hit is yeah. tequila and a bat. Like it seems a, so insufficient for it does. I mean, it, it absolutely does. You know what you do? Okay, like I'm just thinking through this. You pay for the guy to go on vacation for a week, right? Yeah, and literally anything other than an autographed bat from yourself. Sorry, I had to get that out. That's no, so it's weird. I, lo- I like it. I like the it. one thing that came to mind when I saw it was like, is Mason Wynn even 21? But he is. He, he just turned 21. Oh, is he? Oh, that's a great yeah. point. You think he, think he like, you think Alonzo ran, ran to baseball reference? <laughs> well, all right. It's good. This is a good conversation. This was a good one, you guys. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs>